0: What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Sweat and Grime. It's your host, Brian. And with me, we got Rick and we got Matt motherfucking Totten in the house. Up? <laughs> and for you guys, it's been a constant flow of podcasts. But for us, we actually took a couple weeks off here for the Thanksgiving holidays. So it's nice to be back in the seats. And tonight we are joined by Rick, too. Uh, Rick is in the house, which is a buddy of... Rick, Rick that one. you guys know. <laughs> so, Rick, Rick 1, why don't you introduce Rick 2 for us? We got Ricky Cribs in the house. <laughs> Hello. Just an old just an old relative
1: back in the day of the work history kind of field. So, we drove him in from the farm. And Ricky is a country boy. Um, Very political, (laughs)
0: Trump-loving farm boy. Hell yeah. Now, that's not at all what you advertised. You said he loved Biden. (laughs) Well, you know, it is is his president. And from what I understand, like, he's all, every social program you've been fully backing, and... And Rick actually said that you've got an LGBTQ plus flag flying on your pole. <laughs>
2: no, that's neighbors cross the road.
3: Another <laughs> <laughs> hey, one
1: with that. So there's no, there's no town where this could go. They, like yeah, we who might, knows? we got, we got the farmer in the house. Like one of these things just might set this fucking dude off. We don't know. But Ricky, go like ahead it. and tell us a little bit. Like how, how about you came into the farming industry to today's world? kind of thing
2: mm, well i uh been on the farm my whole life pretty much born and raised in Fowlerville and just been here my whole life
3: Fowler tucky <laughs> i like it
2: yeah you,
1: you were in the sticks before it even had any subdivisions houses
2: they were starting to grow up when i was a kid i okay. mean there's a 300 house one a quarter mile from my house now so
1: now what age did you actually start getting into farming
2: I started driving, well, I used to do dumb stuff when I was like five, you know, but I started actually driving tractors when I was seven. So, like tonka hay. toy. No, Bail and Hay. Oh? Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Dad made a pedal thing for the clutch so I could push it and...
1: You don't you don't hear that these days, boys. No.
3: There, no. no they, like, What's a clutch? You make it like a block and like yeah. ratchet strap it to the
1: It was like pedal? six
2: inches long. Hell yeah. I actually that's I gotta awesome. find it so I can get my kids in the tractor a little bit.
3: <laughs> now you're thinking. Yeah. I like
2: it. They like it a little bit. But.
1: So what uh what basically got you out there? Just lack of help, dad throwing you out in the seat, or just did know. you have like the drive that's
2: to- yeah, it's something that you have in you that you just gotta do i guess it's like anything else construction it was like the diesel and the else.
1: smoke and the smell and
2: you know, the, the cow I shit guess, and the yeah. pig shit like i don't know just something you live with and you're there and it's part of you i guess all right like it's no different than a family business and anything else like i know guys that are in construction you know excavating they all that's what they all do you know they just keep on going
3: that's awesome now uh what do you guys farm? Do you guys have cat like uh, livestock and we, then feel like agriculture? We
2: used to have cattle, and well, when I was a baby, they had like two hundred milk cows. Got out of that in the late eighties. Then we had beef cows. They got out of that, and then I had my own herd when I was like fifteen to twenty five, probably. Nice. So,
1: we, so did you actually get to milk the cows with the hands and like I was, actually pull the teeth? No,
0: oh, I was I don't know if you guys could I see the, the hand motions going on with Rick right now. He's, got, he's all about that. He's
2: got a strong pull, doesn't he? Yeah. I like this. See, nobody knows which Rick we're talking about here. Cribs is really stroking the emotion. Uh, no, I never milk cows.
0: so so just to back up here uh is we've never really i guess talked about it and formally introduced it on sweat and grime but when when we initially started sweat and grime one of the goals that we had for this podcast was not just to showcase the dirt side of the industry but really get into all the trades and not even like technically i don't know would you would you consider farming a skilled trade i mean at its core i absolutely would it's the most skilled yeah it's not everything yeah it's it's not one of those that's that's formally typically grouped in with skilled trades. But but all that to say, that's really why we wanted to have you on, Rick, is because we really want to dive into all of the guys who have their hands dirty. And, and so, women. And women, yes. Matt, non-sexist, fu- <laughs> fucking awesome motherfucking Totten over there. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep them all in. Absolutely. It. We're including everybody. But, um, but all that to say, so you are a... Like you're a legit farmer. This isn't like a little hobby farm. This no, is something makes his you, that you you do this for a living. You grew up in it, so I guess my question would be: How many generations deep are you guys in farming?
2: We're fourth in United States.
0: Wow. No shit. Either
2: yeah. we they came from Germany like in 1930 something. I don't know when. Wow, wow.
3: that's really cool. My uh, my family my aunt's husband she married into a farm family out in uh just outside of milwaukee wisconsin and they're also german all
1: oh, germans are yeah. big farmers yeah
3: they just had one of their well
1: my my family didn't make it onto farm boys and i'm german <laughs> what happened here That's i missed the boat uh, that gets into that I missed the boat. that you were just talking yeah.
2: about <laughs> missed the fucking boat man now how old
3: is your guys's farm that you guys farm today
2: uh the main farm where we're at was my grandparents bought in like 1949. All right. Now all right. my mom's side of the family, they've been around here since like 1860s. Wow. Yeah. They're yeah. farmers. Yeah. And, and I'm going to apologize. More more, more, but.
0: If I if I missed the question cuz I've been over here dialing in all the audio shit, but how many acres do you guys farm? About
2: 1900.
0: 1900? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh and what are your primary crops?
2: Corn, soybeans, wheat. Okay. Yep. So you
1: guys just crop farm though. You don't do no more livestock or anything? Just
2: I got three pigs right now, and one girl's got to steer for the fairs. So. All right. So Not a lot.
1: Are, you guys pretty involved in the 4-H fairs and getting kind of... We're getting
2: there. My kids are pretty young, yeah. They're, the girls will be 9 and 10 this December, well, this month, yeah.
1: Because there's, there's a lot of stuff in the back scenes that people don't really see when you think of the farmer and we drive past <laughs> you every day just seeing the fields and you guys out there working. But you guys are pretty involved in the community. When it comes to, like, the 4-H, like, that's a big deal for the farming industry. And then you guys just in general, like, we see you guys planting fields and harvesting, but we don't see anything that it takes or what's really involved. And every time you guys, like, stop by, you're wrenching. You're always busy. You're doing something. So
2: That's all we do is wrench. That's it. That's it.
0: So that's another question I've always had is can you walk us through kind of, like, everybody knows during planting season you guys are just sitting in your tractors planting and during harvest season you're just sitting in your tractors harvesting but there's a whole lot of the year outside of that that you guys don't just sit you guys are busy all the time yeah. kind of what's a typical year look well, like there's a couple a, bush lattes and well that's oh, true. Yeah, that's I, true there's bush time too that's a nice thing after five
2: o'clock we can drink beer and work in the shop yeah, it's right? Right. that's true that's true. you know um i don't know just all winter you're wrenching getting ready for equipment ready for spring and cutting wood to stay warm of course that's all we do seems like but uh in spring you do your spring field work and then summertime get ready for wheat do any we do our own tiling not all of it but a lot of tiling uh clear and stuff like that now D- what's
3: tiling what is that drain exactly? t- drain tile all right gotcha all right just so you can get the water out from yep. where are,
1: yep. the um, little spots now what's the point of you guys getting out there tiling like what's it going what's the advantage of it for a farmer Every
2: that. everything you get in the fields earlier in the spring you get out crops out better because it's drier the crops don't like wet feet you know saturated soils mm-hmm. so it just your ground can only hold so much water so it takes the excess away
1: okay so you're out there and i mean there's like a little bit more of a science to it than just being like the farmer because you're out there actually doing kind of like construction industry oh yeah math and throwing in drain tile not with just the tractor right you got other equipment that you're out there oh yeah
2: black holes away. excavators dozers we got all that crap
0: so you guys are doing your own drain tile
2: we do a lot of the we do the easy stuff um we actually got a guy out there today yesterday he's he's got a big machine he can do the big mains the deep cuts is that van gilder no we don't have van gilder out there it's tim chataway oh okay yeah, stockbridge yeah he does great work. We haven't hired Van Gilder yet. We also use a guy out of Sunfield too, but that's just the big stuff that we can't handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our our tile pile's not big enough. Yeah, small. So,
3: yep. um, kind of like me, you got to know when to uh, just say you can't do it and sum yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of knows when is. to pull in the big guns.
2: And <laughs> yeah, as you know, doing dirt work this time of year sucks. So yeah, let's just have somebody else do the hell. Yeah. <laughs> so when do you
1: guys do your dirt work?
2: Typically in August. July and August when it's dry. It's about the only time we really have time. So So then other than that,
1: after the tiling it's just like a mad dash to cut firewood and start (laughs) wrenching.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, it's wrenching all involved at all times though. Okay. All year round. You don't just Go out and drive the tractor cause something always breaks no, no, you know it that can't, it can tires- that
1: much wrench and you guys only like plow for like a month and then it doesn't matter harvest for like three four weeks right and make all this
0: buku yeah, yeah government right. funded stuff right absolutely so. uh, i've heard that you guys are funded by the government like 90 no, percent. and that's why you're 90%. such a big biden supporter
2: no, no, no. <laughs> um <laughs> truth be told we those <laughs> programs yes there's subsidies for farmers they get livingston county farmers might get like seven bucks an acre ingham county gets like 48 dollars an acre now how's that work you That's know kinda... but anyway we got <laughs> we got kicked out of that program back in 2012 because we cleared some brush and put some tile we replaced the old tile and they kicked us out of the program right so
1: there's rules and regulations oh, yeah. even the, for farmers the government
2: it? has you buy the balls if you got them on them programs yep but just here this year we got approved again to get back in the program we got to take four acres out back and move like i don't know two thousand yards of dirt and make a wetland and all this bullshit you let the brush mitigation grow back so yeah so mitigation. was that their
0: issue is you you got into some quote unquote wetlands
2: well it's not a wetland if there's already a drain tile in it
0: right right
2: we just fixed it
0: but according to their satellite they determined it's wetlands You've, yeah you done fucked up
2: yeah they don't they don't actually look at you stuff. done messed up aaron <laughs> Oh, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> isn't isn't it something though? Even the farmers, not just us on the other side the fence here. Everybody's fighting the fucking oh, battle. Absolutely. It's, absolutely. It's, it's
2: ridiculous how much they can just they just look at a map and say, Oh, oh, that's a wetland. Well, no, it's not. Yeah. And it's, it's wet now. Wet <laughs> is wet right. land. Yeah. But wetland's don't grow. Trees. Yeah. Oh everything is wet this year. Yeah. But honestly we haven't got that much more moisture than normal a little really? bit it's only a little bit more it's not that much Cribs. i think 40 you in michigan 42 43 inches a year is all we get
3: mm-hmm. we and, got it all at once though
1: this but year. every just,
2: time we got it, it was like five inches at a time yeah
1: god i swear it rained like three days every week
2: I, I it did it seemed like it but fuck
1: this shit sucks it does suck now what do you guys do like if uh one of your fields or something gets flooded out uh you didn't get it tiled yet
2: we got 10 acres of corn yet this is gonna probably be there till next year so yeah Wait till it freezes, maybe. I don't know. I cleaned the combine off today, said hell with it. <laughs> From what I've
3: heard, what, this year was is a profitable year on Very the good. corn and good all year. that stuff. Like, just getting it out into the to the resource instead of putting in your uh, silos and stuff like that. Because I know my cousins were just talking. They didn't fill one. They just got it right out. When yeah, the okay. truck prices were it. way up this year, yeah. weren't
2: they? Yeah, they were. See, we always contract ahead. the farmer. Then. I mean, yeah, are they? I'm sorry, Rick. we're, we're all up. giving
3: Rick
1: here, like, you know, Rick. They're pretty good this year, you they? know. You know, Rick. I, did you I'm sell just your doing corn? From hearsay, you know. <laughs> yeah. I got a farmer Rick, in the family. You got, you got to be ready to buy a new pickup truck this year, don't you?
2: <laughs> no, no. See, That's no, the because because everything else is gone up now. Anhydrous Correct. was four hundred and fifty dollars a ton last year. Now it's a thousand. Wow. Now what's no all fun? Oh yeah. Wow. It's just everything just yeah. Now what's it? What's in your so mind? Decent
1: year. What's in like the farmer's mind when? Like, you guys are getting ready to plant for the year. Like, what goes through your guys' mind? Like, what steps do you have to do to get ready to germinate with the seed in the ground? Like, what's it all take? Bushels, bags of seed, fertilizer, equipment. Oh, well, takes the of, birds
2: and the
0: bees.
1: Tell, tell the people that don't Ooh. understand where some of this stuff comes from. Like, <laughs> in what's like, involved?
2: Oh, man, that's kind of a broad question. Um, like, from
1: throwing the corn into the planter to basically so when you're you walk, out there when you with your away, hoe hole in the dirt not slip your wife we're not talking about slip your in wife a pipe in that wet
3: moist dirt
1: you
2: just slip it in there you know just slip it in <laughs>
3: now uh, we're talking about your wife
2: <laughs> there you go
1: but just tell the tell the folks what are what is involved like what goes through your guys' steps and mind and then the rush is on right
2: yeah i've never really actually sat and thought about what goes through my mind but just because, well <laughs> not
1: what goes through your mind but the steps and everything that it takes involved i'm echoing pretty good
0: i don't know i don't know what to tell you rick you're having all sorts of problems over there that no one else has had must that, be i the, don't know rick is the after neediest audio of the guy movie. on this whole fucking show you know <laughs> <Thinking> about- <laughs> exactly <laughs> hey are you interested in a third seat <laughs> hey, as long as this guy rick it don't matter <laughs> that's true you go, they're you interchangeable so I, I guess to maybe maybe start with the starting point when do you start thinking about your crop for the next year been, like, what's the process?
2: We've been thinking about while well, we are harvesting this year, for next yeah. year, um, what what varieties of seed corn worked best. Like, we had a few that were awesome this year. One really sucked, so we won't use that one again. But as you're harvesting it, you kind of think about where you're going to be at next year as far as what you're putting in the ground. Um, and
0: are you guys always testing new varieties, or do you kind of always – do you ultimately settle in and go – This is the like three that we really like. This for this area, this for this area, this for this area.
2: Um, yeah, probably. I bet we completely switch about every five years. You'll get one. We got one right now we really like, and it's steady. It's not a rock star, but it's steady. The one that was supposed to be a rock star sucked. So
3: Hmm. I don't know. Now, why is that? Did you guys go, like, go back to the manufacturer of it and be like, hey, what the fuck happened with this? I I already
2: talked to him. Yeah. The guy that sold it to us. What was his.
3: Says, did it happen just on your property? Was this like all-over kind of well, thing? Well,
2: this year we get this – it's a new fungus or something. It's called tar spot. It really killed the yields. All right. That particular one is really susceptible to it, and I did a side-by-side, actually. I did another variety from another company, and that one kicked its ass. So he claimed it was from the tar spot. Well –
3: now, was he blaming the other seed for, like, cross-pollinating some no, shit? You no, know, like, well, he didn't say anything my, like that. He gave my shit AIDS or something. No, he didn't say
2: anything like that. <laughs> or your, your,
3: your seed gave this the vid. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, so he says if we had sprayed the fungicides on there, it would have been, like, 40 well, bushel duh. better. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, so just... No, I want the one I don't have to spray anything on. Cause Correct. Because it's one less thing you got to do. Yeah. You know, one less cost, so... No, so, you guys, oh, sorry. No,
3: go ahead. Go ahead. You're, you're Do you guys do no, any, like, organic no, farming, no. or is that just, is that that's, more of, like, a sexy it, name and doesn't really work? That's one of really those work? things, if Ooh. you're going
2: to do it, that's all you do. <laughs> all right. You know, because yeah. you can't, it's hard to intermix it. Yeah. yeah. They don't like them being near each other. Gotcha. Um, there's a few organic farmers around in our county, but not a lot. Gotcha. But
0: I, I guess my question on that would be, most of what you guys are growing is, like, like feed corn, right? Yep. Feed, animal feed. So there's not really any real advantage to going full organic when it's just going to feed corn because then it goes-
3: Unless you're to selling plant. to an organic right. farm, you livestock. You to organic livestock. So you'd stock. have to
0: almost sell direct to- Yes. Ah, um, uh, okay.
2: I got a friend up north, he has organic dairy. So you'd be selling to somebody like that. Mm-hmm. So you
0: just sell direct. It's not going to an nothing all plant. It's not going anywhere else. You're going right. to f- go find the organic farm farmer that's going to pay a premium for that. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay.
2: Yeah, Exactly. Now so, is
3: there a cost premium to buying the organic seed or is it just same at, you know pretty much? I would there, think
2: it I'd think it'd be a lot more, but yeah. hell I don't know. I never, gotcha. never tried buying anything yeah, organic. I
0: <laughs> so when you're starting to think about this this next year's crop, what is the thought process outside of like what variety are we gonna plant? What what else is going through your head as you guys prepare for the next year?
2: Uh looking at futures markets, see what prices are where. And should we plant more soybeans next year, more corn? It's always a guess. I mean, mm-hmm. You don't know what the markets are going to do. Sure. It's always a guess. So you're always trying to look at that. But basically what it comes down to is what your rotations are, you know, because you don't have the same crop in the same field year after year because it gets diseases more yep. easily. Yep. So you're trying to figure that out. But we do do some double or, you know, double crop, corn on corn sometimes, but just to keep your rotations right. Um yeah that's kind of where we're at with that just as far as planning it and this year getting fertilizer is going to be pain it's supposedly a big shortage well um, it's stuck
3: out on those ships overseas and stuff well, right it, whatever oh, they oh, want to tell you so they yeah, can jack the
1: prices exactly. up and the over. whole
2: the whole fertilizer industry is a monopoly anyway the uh-huh. government fails to do anything about that particular monopoly but whatever it always has been um
3: now where does it come from? Is it inside our the US or is it It could be, but yeah, they They don't you don't know. There's they use chemicals. Yeah. So,
2: you know, they don't like that. And so yep. some of it comes from Russia, some of it comes from South America, and I think some comes out of Canada too. All right, all right. For your you know your basic fertilizers. Yeah. yeah. But like chemicals, like for spray, they come out of China. Yep. Shortage of everything this year. Yep. Like your common roundup that everybody knows about. You guys
1: are spraying the vid this year, weren't you, damn it? <laughs>
2: Mango tear? <laughs> when it <they> revert,
0: <laughs> So, so once you so once you kind of figure out what you're going to do from a variety standpoint and everything, when do you guys actually start gearing up to plant?
2: Mm, April, mid April. Okay, that's when we really want to be ready to go by mid April. Sometimes it's mid May.
0: <laughs> so you're you're thinking about the crop. You're purchasing seed. You're doing everything fertilizer everything's getting purchased kind of in the next month or two
2: yeah yep. and
0: then wrenching on all your equipment making sure it's ready so that when april hits there's no fucking around you're ready to rock
2: yeah well like i say that's always the plan but sure it never, never works and out in michigan all our you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah our weather is such a like last year shoot we had beautiful spring it was awesome yeah the year before that was horrible yeah Year before that was even worse. So,
1: now do you guys do the no till or do you guys till? We
2: still till everything. Um, we're gonna probably switch some over to the no till. That's a totally different management practice and it's a learning curve like anything else. And what's now, supposed the yeah, what's equipment the advantage that
3: you need for that? Or is it
2: we got our planners are actually all no till planners already, so all that's right. not that big of a leap. But it's just the actual there's a learning curve there. You're gonna take a yield hit, so you all gotta right. have everything else right because you're gonna you're not gonna get your yield. Now what
1: happens to you guys like if you don't get the yield and you've dumped in hundreds and thousands of dollars of seed? Like I know it's a gamble, but like what happens since it is a learning curve, like we're always talking about the construction and like if shit goes sideways, you're fucked. hundred percent. Like so what happens like if you don't get it though? Do you guys get part of a subsidy or is it kind of you're out a bunch of money, good luck next year, hold your ass and take it?
2: Uh, there is crop insurance if you totally have a disaster, mm-hmm. and we buy crop insurance. So
3: farmers' insurance, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, something like that.
0: Jesus boys. That's See, my, I know all my... this because I'm actually an amateur farmer. I watch Millennial Farmer, oh yeah, so nice. I'm well versed in all this. Like so this is Zach
2: <laughs> Zach Johnson or something. I can't remember Zach his last something. name. Yeah, Zach something. Zach something. Yeah. So Brian. and Larson Farms too. Yep. So oh, yeah. I'm
0: basically, I'm practically farm a farmer at this point. Okay,
2: <laughs> those guys. Those farm guys farm are big timers. Ryan yeah. played Farmville on oh. the phone.
0: Absolutely, oh. Farmville. Absolutely, <laughs> Farmville. Like, <laughs> you know, farm Sims. Simulator, Sims, rocking here on the <laughs> Ooh, fuck oh, yeah. it. Farmers only. Go
1: cash <laughs> in here.
0: <laughs> so I guess you
3: know, going back to the till and no till, what is a difference from that? Explain it to the listeners that may not know anything about that.
2: Well no-till you don't want to you're not turning the soil over you're leaving all your your um, crop matter your fodder up on top mm-hmm. the idea is to keep from uh, erosion keep your erosion down gotcha that's the idea all right we have a lot of problem with that here in michigan because we got a lot of clay yep farther south where they got 10 feet of topsoil they have to pay attention to it a lot more gotcha it's it's hard to no-till in michigan because we're so wet and damp mm-hmm. and cool all the time There's got to
1: be a pretty good cost savings, though, if you just go across without working up all the ground.
2: uh, Yeah, your equipment, fuel, obviously. um, But you got to use more sprays. Now, there's some organic guys trying no-till down in, like, Indiana, Illinois, where it's a little warmer. And they're using cover crops, and they plant into the cover crop while it's green. And they're getting some good results. But in Michigan, like I say, it's tough because we're wet and cold here now you guys so, got a
1: lot of clay at your farm
2: yeah well we got every soil type you can imagine but yeah a lot of clay the majority
1: of it is uh, it's clay
2: heavy sticky shit
1: you could tell like once you hit the sand or the clay or good topsoil like which crops are thriving even if yeah. it's just one seed
2: and it depends on the year too i mean this year was so wet everything looked good but there's our years you'd there'll be a spot that's burn up knee again. high by 4th of July right y- you know <laughs>
3: that's, I, that's that, always that's, been in my brain you that, know we're, we're all farmers that is,
2: yeah. I, that is such an old school saying though that's what it used to be back in the day now but it's sh- almost true when I'm driving
0: I'll
3: no. jump out of my truck and be like god damn it's up to my thigh
0: <laughs> just pass this field
2: baby I'm not real it's tall but usually shoulder height by 4th of July now for my shoulders but I'm pretty short you ride around So you're about knee-high for most. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) He's the first one to smell the farts. (laughs) 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 Now, see, I I didn't think that was just a saying because I actually judge farmers by it's got to be knee-high and I'll drive anywhere and I'll be like, that farmer's getting fucked. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. he don't know what he's doing rick's gonna go talk to him. Of them <laughs> yeah i'm gonna
3: have to sell him some seeds
0: <laughs> now boy that's just you keep rolling with these this comments. Podcast, <laughs> we'll be
2: able
3: to go around to farmers and tell them how to farm
0: right yeah. like that's <laughs> where
2: i'm going for uh, yeah. ricky
1: now have you ever tried farmers.com no <laughs> no, no. <laughs> or farmers only no No. Oh. I didn't know if that was no, just like I'm a not, farmer's. I'm, sign. I'm not that desperate yet. <laughs> now, now after you guys kind of evaluate and you're going to do this no till or till, like what's it take for you guys to get the seed and store it and
3: volume? I'd have to take.
2: All oh, their big ass totes they yeah. hold like fifty bushel piece, and now we just stack them up in the barn. Now it's
3: fifty bushels to all of
0: us uh, novice that are going to be big professionals. So what's this. a semi? So what's a semi truck hold roughly, bushel wise of corn?
2: Well, it all depends on how big the semi is god, like, god damn it <laughs> damn <laughs> our, let's not say 50
3: 50 foot
0: rig
2: ricky let's
1: just use your equipment <laughs> yeah. our, for these our equations. hopper
2: bottom trailers hold 1, a thousand bushels all piece. right thousand okay wow. and right. they're like 34 foot long but they're hopper you know v mm-hmm. bottoms so um yeah so a thousand bushel one all of right. them
0: so a thousand bushel in a semi roughly how many bushel of corn and how many bushel of soybeans will you do in a year
2: as far as hauling in
0: yeah, yeah, total what you guys farm.
2: Oh, the yield whole oh shit. Um it doesn't have to it,
0: be exact. It, it
2: depends, you know, obviously on the weather. This year we we're, we're over 150,000 bushel this year oh, for shit. corn. So, we we we'd had a good year as far as yield goes. Soybeans so a, soybeans are great too. I can tell thousand you 1,000
0: bushel to a truck. Yeah. And you did 150,000 bushel. Yep.
2: 150 loaves that's farming boys it was good and the corn was heavy this year too yeah good quality that's
0: that's the thing that always baffles me when i so i'm buddies with van gilder and we talk all the time and and the thing that just always blows my mind is when you really step back and kind of think about modern farming and how far we've come that you guys are on you said 1900 acres
2: yeah well that's what we farm yeah
0: 1900 acres and you're pulling 150,000 bushel off of that well off of Seven hundred fifty eight hundred acres, you know. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Mixed because crops.
2: Yeah, we have three different crops every year.
0: That was just oh, corn. I thought oh, that was just corn.
2: Yeah, that's just corn.
0: That, oh no, shit! I thought you that was all that's what all you, you did. No, that's I all was just corn. No shit! Yeah.
2: I was just throwing what I knew off top of my. So, head. just
0: further testament to modern day farming, like that's oh, yeah. incredible. Yeah,
2: it's the technology and the seed is just the genetics are just so good now. Yeah, that's a big thing.
0: That's unbelievable.
2: I mean, if we had perfect conditions, they claim we could have like 700 bushel of corn, but you're never going to get yeah, perfect, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Now, so. what's
1: it take for you guys to actually plant that kind of volume?
2: Oh, as far as pl- I mean, planting, yeah. well, that's, that's our yield. That's the end of the year yeah. yield harvest.
1: What's it take to plant, though?
2: Like, as far With as- With your
1: planters and the sprayers and- You take your
0: hoe. And you dig a little trench. and Slip her in the mud. And then yeah. you take your little bag of seed, like Johnny Appleseed, and you just sprinkle yeah. them over the ground. Ricky's I'm out, this right, right? Ricky's out there with the broadcaster <laughs> with the bags. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Making a food plot for his deer. <laughs> a little jack-in-the-box farmer there.
2: <laughs> so it,
0: what does planting look like? What's that? What does planting look like We want, We
1: want to know the live of Ricky Cribs. Like when the grain and the seed and all that crap come down to the planter and you're blazing through the sunset watching it drinking your bush light planting fields like (laughs) that's what's it like
2: that's just i don't know what's it take take? takes a lot of damn work. what it takes Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so during planting season how many hours a day typically you're working and how long i know this varies depending on weather conditions and everything but how many weeks or month, month and a half, how long are you guys planting?
2: If we could crack it all and at once have perfect everything, I mean, I bet we could be done in three weeks. Easy. Wow. That would include all the spring tillage, fertilizer, planting and everything.
0: And that's seven days a week?
2: That would be, I mean, if it was perfect. Yeah. No. But
0: no. Give it to us in perfect condition. Seven days a week, roughly how many hours weeks, a day?
2: Three weeks for you know sixteen, eighteen hour day. What okay, would take, so you're working would take crazy us, hours for three weeks. It would take us three weeks straight. I, I well, shoot, I never thought about it. But you yeah, gotta have some <laughs> big planners then. <laughs> yeah, we well, we have way oversized planners for our operation.
0: Now, so. what
3: kind of equipment do you do you guys? John Deere, Case. But yeah, we're,
2: we're idiots. We got everything. All right. So we got fifty thousand. old no, stuff? There's nothing new All on right. that place. We did. So least, you're like
3: my 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 in law or my in laws, my cousins and stuff. Yeah. they're all 1970s. Yeah, Deers. We're not that
2: old, but so. aren't <laughs> <shit. laughs>
3: They finally got into like the new generation. Just for them, my uncle, he's old school. He they they go around the country trying to find pieces and parts for their oh, obsolete John Deere's. Hey, that. I'll tell you
2: what though, he doesn't have to deal with all computers and yeah. emissions and he all didn't that bullshit. He did until
3: he walked into one of theirs and he's like, holy shit. Yeah. this is badass but
2: yeah it'd get back in it your old machine <laughs> yeah I mean, now, you're, now your death fluid says something's wrong so it shuts you down for three days yep <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: and you're you're against the weather so times everything right yep
2: yep we have spare tractors we have old school stuff that pretty much sits a lot now but if a good something good breaks down we got to spare yeah. something to throw on there all
1: right now what's uh like what's your guy's kind of like ideal date when you are planting? like when does it got to be in by two get this yielder, or we're screwed
2: we won't plant corn in june if we can absolutely help it soybeans are soybeans are nice and broad actually earlier getting better obviously but you can plant soybeans up to june 20th i mean you would probably no be shit. all right yeah and when do you wow. guys typically start though as soon as we can in spring april April-ish. Yeah, april april yep yeah.
1: so you um, got a pretty short window though yeah Mm-hmm. Like time you start adding mother
3: nature breakdowns. Well, he's been sitting around waiting for this day yes. all year after he's done
1: harvesting all winter long. equipment's just doing Martin. marvelous, maculant to roll by springtime,
3: so you don't have any breakdowns. I'm sure.
2: No, never, never breakdown.
3: Now, how many acres do you guys own? All of that no, property? No, no, you guys, no. no, no. Uh, we rent, rent, or rent lease about, out whatever. Rent
2: about 800 of all right. it. All right, all so right. Now, is there?
3: I'm guessing you have competition with other farmers that for properties or no? Are you guys all pretty much like it's, this is mine? Don't fuck with me.
2: It's pretty good, I think, in our area as all far right. as that goes. There was a few guys that were really stepping on some toes here about five years ago, yeah. and that guy's not farming anymore. So. Yeah, but everybody else, I don't know, seems to be pretty good.
3: Because I heard through the grapevine, like you know, out where my cousins are, they have a bunch of big money people that oh, yeah. just they have this mansion they bought like ten acres, but then they saw. I can go lease that property from that farmer, give them more money, but then lease it back to these dudes that were, you know, farming it yeah, yeah. and making double dipping kind of, and it's turned into a- It's business. Bad, yeah, it's business, but it kind of screws the cow, you know, when yep, you're yep. trying to put in your, your heart and soul, and then these guys with the money are just making you pay more, you know. That's- yeah,
2: a lot so of I didn't I'm know sure, if it was the same, same thing a over around.
3: here. You know, it was pretty much like, dude, your territory, don't fuck with me.
2: We're pretty good as far as that goes. We did lose some rent ground three years ago to the organic guy mm-hmm. for hay. He's doing hay on it now. All right. Whatever. Hey. So there hey. she goes. <laughs> it's kind of sad as my cousins or my gotcha. mom's family, but whatever. Right. That guy Ooh, ended so up you in the bottom little
0: of little family blood feud there. No, no, not really. It's,
2: it was my mom's family's land. It's I that family
0: say. field show.
2: So that it, it happens.
3: Yeah, that's crazy. I it's insane. So, now, how ahead. many of those acres will you let me hunt? <laughs> None. No,
2: if It, it was only that easy. We're pretty low, fucking totten. Pretty pretty well gunned out. Yeah, we're covered. Honestly,
0: gotcha. You I finished her off, totten. All Sorry, right. I'm I'm pouring totten. Now, what are we scotch. what are we drinking? here? this, this is the, monkey shoulder, the baby. Monkey shoulder. This is good stuff. Yes, monkey shoulder. It's oh, yeah. good. <laughs> it's uh. Smooth. So there's there's three big. Um, There's three big scotch distilleries, or I don't even know what the fuck you call them, over there in Scotland. Uh, Belvini, uh, Glen Levitt, and... Fuck, what is the other one? I can't ever remember the other one. And basically, Monkey Shoulder is, they take their... Excuse me, pardon me. They take their off casks, and they all combine them together. And then they age it for, I think, the bare minimum is like three or four years before it's considered a true scotch. And that's what Monkey Shoulder is. So you're actually drinking the quality... Of a really really high end Scotch there, um, but it's in a much cheaper form, All right. and that's why you get the really good flavor. But that bottle is like thirty two bucks. It's really good stuff. So
3: didn't we start that four episodes
0: ago? Oh no no no! Or is that been gone? Scotch a while? doesn't last that long in this oh. house. Oh, it's a new bottle system. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you? <laughs> did I just you make hear? sure to drink it to the same level so it looks that way. <laughs> <laughs> Quick pull back out. That's right. Ooh, ooh, water water water. Yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you hear about
1: that Jack Daniel's hammer overturned like two weeks ago? No. So he was leaving the plant, driver obviously lost control or whatever, and it was all over the news and the amount of money that was on that semi, they were estimated like four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And it was
0: just like everywhere. Everybody lapping it up. <laughs> yeah Yeah. Get your straws out. Taking the IV syringe, just yeah. putting her in there, man. Oh, oh my god.
3: Could you imagine dude. being that driver? You know, Oof. they they let that shit That's what age for a while.
0: For. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what it is for Jack Daniels, but I think for scotches, it's a minimum of, I can't remember if it's three or four years that they have to let it age before it's considered a scotch. Really? So, hmm. Interesting. So, going back to farming, <laughs> you guys run GPS?
2: A little bit, yeah. A little bit? Yeah. So,
0: how has GPS kind of changed the game for you guys? Is, is it really as beneficial as everyone blows it up to be, or is it kind of like, oh, it's handy, I can take my hands off the wheel? Yeah.
2: Well, let's see. We only got steering on one tractor, sprayer, and a fertilizer truck. So, I mean, it's it's handy for that, but is it game changer? No. I think the biggest game changer for us as far as the technology and the GPS goes is the mapping of the yield maps. I mean, it basically pinpoints the whole field, what's doing the best, and this and that, and you, really, that... Gives it, you
3: some good updated data. Yeah,
2: and then we use that to help us variable rate our fertilizer. We're using half the fertilizer we use too, to because we're not wow. spreading the whole field we Guessing. only spread it where it needs yeah. and that goes with soil samples too they take soil sample and you know figure it out so, so where are you take the soil samples and right
1: they're from the tractor
2: yeah oh yeah or
1: the combine combine yeah yeah i guess the tractor won't be harvesting
2: well they, yeah there's ways to do that but we don't know nobody does that around here but
1: now how many combines you got
2: two two they both run Nice John Deere ninety eight seventies. They were the biggest baddest ones I had ten years ago. Nice. Like I say, we don't buy nothing new though. So
3: now is that one that you have to take the front end off, put oh, on yeah. a truck, yeah. get, you know, transfer
1: yeah. it? Yeah, I, I believe that's called corn the header. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, like I said, I watch
3: Millennial Farmer. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We got the tech guy in the house really up in his game right now. And he, and he was binge watching this yesterday because he knew you were coming. That's right. So he was, it's hey, homework,
2: baby. That, that that's good stuff. My dad, my dad even watches that. And I'm does like, he? Why the hell are you watching? Dude, he's farmers? so entertaining. He's just like
0: I. I don't know what you're talking about, but I enjoy the way you're presenting it. So. Yeah, yeah.
2: He's he's good at it. He's, he does a good job transferring the message. I guess you'd say. Yeah.
0: Now,
1: how many guys are involved with you guys? the farm
2: me and my dad my uncle and my uncle's brother-in-law and his son and then i got a couple buddies to give us a hand
1: so you're running like eight guys typically
2: doing farming. busy season yeah them other guys obviously have jobs but well you got a job too that many yeah i know but i'm just saying yeah i'm
3: just
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you do have a side job you do got a little side business oh yeah yeah
2: i do a couple row graders and stuff like that but now what are you doing As far as road graders? Yeah. Private roads, driveways, parking lots, shit like that. A little gravel hauling, not much.
0: I need to get my hands on a grader make a couple videos with a grader
2: oh don't have me do it i'm no good at it oh i just know how to make money with them boy i'll
0: get in there and fuck around <laughs> you get after it.
3: they pay him to do it then pay him to come back because it fucking yeah. sucks and they we don't need know you to the redo difference it. oh it's your water table You're, you need to put some tread
0: strains in here <laughs> i'm a farmer i know yes <laughs> yeah i know
2: oh, i was on one today it was just a swamp i'm like Okay, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Hope it freezes. Yep. See you later. You'll be fine.
0: So I do want to address something that everyone always talks about with farmers. You guys run these machines that are hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, combines are what, 7, 750,000 if you buy them new. Probably, and yeah. So the big the big myth that everyone thinks is that you guys are secretly just rolling in cash all the time. Just
2: rolling that money over. It's all you ever do. Well,
0: that's where I'm ultimately going. We don't have to get into dollar amounts that you guys are pulling in, but from a margin standpoint, what kind of margin do you realistically pull off of a crop? And that's totally ballpark. I'm not...
2: I mean, it, you know, it depends on the year, of course. Sure, it depends sure. on whether weather. A perfect yield. year. A perfect no, Well, perfect year <laughs> means fertilizers like half of what it is now and the crop prices are here. That would be like 50%, you know, but that's not realistic. I would say... Jeez, Pete's on the end of the year after you expense everything and all that jeez, it's still like five ten percent but yeah you know as well as I do at the end of the year you got to spend money or they're going to take it from you anyway sure so I mean if you didn't have to do that yeah you'd probably be 30 percent say I don't know I've never actually figured that out but
1: that's a good evaluation yeah. I think it's pretty fair but you yeah.
2: should, like I say at the end of the year you're always spending money on bullshit just yeah. to okay we need this on the operation to make it more efficient We'll buy that, offset your tax bill, you know, a little bit.
1: Well, there's a lot of upkeep and maintenance and cost
0: involved to farms. So oh, that's yeah. that's what it's people constant. don't understand is the maintenance. It's, oh, it's, it's constant. It's it everything. At
1: thousands for repairs. It's not. Well, not See. only
0: that, you think about the complexity of the machines that they're running, like those planters and the harvesters. Like yeah. everything about it, there are thousands of moving parts on them. They're constantly breaking, and nothing's cheap.
2: They're all wearing out all the time. But I don't. know. I guess we're not very good bookkeepers because I couldn't tell you. <laughs> we're not yeah like 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 yeah we're not good bookkeepers some guys are very good book- Van gillers are excellent those boys are they know their numbers but i don't know I, so i can't exactly tell you okay yeah we're gonna be a five percent margin this year i don't know as long as we make money at the end of the year who gives a shit yep yeah and you're happy yeah but you're doing your job
1: that's yep. what you live to do basically you live to farm right right you don't have no other choice that's the way you're making your living so you get up every freaking morning and work your ass off till night and mm-hmm. drink a couple of beers and enjoy yourself. Right. Now, you do got a couple pulling tractors.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got the pulling tractors. Oh, you truck so, pull. I know, yeah. I, I know. You
1: guys
0: were into pulling tractors.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know he Ooh. does a couple things besides just farm when the crops are growing.
3: My neighbors, <laughs> they do uh, old, around. like the old, uh, the oh, the old ant- tractor. The antique ones, yeah. yeah. antique yeah. tractor Those pull. They're yeah. part of that club, you know, the Michigan Antique Tractor Pulling Club. Right. It's pretty cool.
0: So are, how modified are your tractors?
2: Um, I, pretty heavily modified. Are they? Yeah. The lighter one, which is a smaller class, that one's like 725 horse. And the bigger one is 1200-ish, and I'm going to put a different head and turbo on it. Hopefully it be 1500 next year.
0: So what are those running on fuel-wise? Diesel. Are they diesel?
2: Yep. They're diesel classes, yep.
0: Interesting. So so how much money would you guys say you throw into that little hobby? I've always been curious because I'd love to play in that, that's but that I can't afford it. That's pit. Dude. Yeah.
2: Let's see. Um. I don't know. We we won't spend more than ten thousand a year on each tractor a year.
0: Oh, that's way better than I thought it was going to be. Now
2: there's guys out there that spend forty thousand dollars every single year on them tractors, and I just no way. That's so, why we don't win. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what's the purse typically? I've always wondered. Oh but, shit.
2: A four hundred bucks to win nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's never about the money. No, okay. you'll
2: ne- you'll never make money. Okay. Bragging rights, dude. Just yeah. for them
1: to get there, run their shit, and go yeah. back home isn't the purse. Oh yeah. no, we're,
2: I- we're happy to get fuel money back. Usually, honestly. Gotcha.
0: Okay. So um, so what's Hulk. a run typically cost you?
2: Per run, hell, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't figure because you're
0: out. burning a shitload of diesel in there. Yeah, right? you
2: burn fuel. Well, the run doesn't burn. You're not burning that much fuel. Now, you how burn much
1: diesel can you burn that thing on a pull? On
2: a pull, let's see. I figured out one time it was like two quarts, so half a gallon. Oh wow! Oh, that ain't bad. It ain't bad. Oh fuck! But by the time you, you idle, really rum, should
0: have overblown that one. Yeah, we would have fell for it too. That smoke. Have been like, smoke show, dude. No, Twenty no,
2: gallons. Those big pro stocks, they'll do. They'll do like five or ten, probably. No I, I don't know, but they're four thousand horsepower. Yeah. You know, that's a lot yeah. of power, but. I don't That's know. Pretty it's impressive. It's fun though. I mean, heck yeah! It's the only time you get to run something. No, are your kids horse. into yeah. that? They're pretty little yet. I got a little garden tractor puller, that right. well.
3: Oh, I mean, they enjoy going with you, hanging out. That the boy does. Yeah.
2: The yeah. oldest daughter, my younger daughter, don't care for it too much, but she you're doesn't not, like noisy you're things. You're not
1: slapping. You're not slapping the big bricks on the pedals yet, and everything with the booster seat to drive the tractors yet, Not, or not
2: what? them. No, not quite. We're getting there. we're getting there
0: i've been curious on those on those tractor pull tractors are you guys modifying the transmissions and everything like you would in a car yeah
2: they're totally different gear sets and in fact the one we got split it put a different gear in again so
0: and so how does shifting work on something like that
2: i don't just set it in gear and go
0: oh so you're not shifting you're not actively shifting no
2: you would never get a you couldn't make a transmission hold together shifting that much power yeah you know without breaking the torque and everything i trying to explain how you'd lose your pole yeah you yeah like a semi you could probably shift it but they're made to shift like that you know Mm
1: -hmm. you're putting so much torque right to everything that if you let off you lose the pole the
2: rpms i mean shit that
1: you'd never recover probably with the motor
2: yeah the big tractors like i can twist that 5,000 rpm if i want that's a big block so that's that's a lot of rpms in a big motor so i'd try to twist it. that's hard on stuff
0: yeah
1: what's that like to drive what's it sound like what's it feel like when you sit there and hook up to that sled and
2: oh it's a rush you don't do it if it ain't a rush if it's not a rush anymore you better do something else you're probably gonna get hurt but <laughs> i
1: mean it's gotta be a rush you farmers ain't moving that fucking fast but you're blowing a lot of black smoke so right you gotta be getting some kind of satisfaction there oh yeah that's
2: tons of fun <laughs>
1: it looks like fun
2: yeah now where where
3: is this Fowlerville Fairgrounds? Is it Yep, Fowler
2: Fair. We we pull up in a thumb a lot. All right. Yeah. So we go up that way.
3: Orabouts, like Caseville area or something like that, or
1: um we don't pull
2: in Caseville. Bad Axe, yeah, All we right. go to Bad Axe, Deckerville. Awesome. Places like that. We go to Shiawassee County, Corona. All right. All over up that way. And why do you go so far? It's just the club we're in. Okay. Um to go to the southwest part of the state, then they go into Indiana and I don't know. That's just where we went and that's kinda where we're at, so
0: so so here's a question out of total ignorance if you're not shifting where's the skill where does the skill come into the pole because i know there is skill don't get me wrong I'm if not, you ain't I'm first you're last well i'm not dissing it because i know there is skill but kind of where does that skill come in
2: skill comes in reading the track how you got every tire pressure weights where you got your weights front back whatever um what gear to be in i mean because you got different gears to choose uh, oh, where, so you're not always
0: just pulling in second gear?
2: No, no. Ah, There's, you choose different gear for different tracks. Like a hard track, you can choose a lower gear. Okay. A sandy track, you choose your high-end gear. You know. So
3: you're not spinning out right off the
1: bat, right?
2: You want to spin out, but not spin hard. You know what I mean? Um, I gotcha. How else would Now, how mean? much just, weight
1: you guys pulling when you're?
2: Well, it's it's only like forty thousand pounds. It's not a lot, but see <laughs> the way the transfer sled works, all the way it <laughs> goes. A lot. <laughs> but all the weight goes up as you go down the track and it puts more pressure on it, on skid the, the front. It. Yep. And that makes it harder to pull. Yeah. Slows you down. Takes your momentum away.
3: Very so. cool. Dude, I was just watching a video not too long ago of that giant steam tractor that was pulling yeah, like-
0: Yeah, that thing's badass. Yeah, you see people that? Like, or whatever just
3: tilling the fields. I'm like, that- I was just like a little kid, like,
2: oh, my God, it's so cool. That big 150 case. Whatever it yeah. was, yeah, just that thing a was giant fucking like, awesome. locomotive. Steam just engine won- is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Can your
1: guys' tractor pull something that big?
2: Our big tractor? Yeah, probably. Well, I don't know. Now, what sets that, it apart? It the
0: weight from the steam tractor? That weight, those, the the yeah, weight of that
2: machine is huge. Fuckers
0: are enormous. They've got another one Why don't you plow with those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it could just do that much. <laughs> It'll have craters <laughs> in There's a frickin, reason we yeah. went away you
2: from could steam be, engines You could be years burning ago. wood and everything. Yeah. Like Michigan doesn't have enough coal to
0: supply it for the fields They got a video of one of those fuckers pulling the sled at the tractor pull. And it every other track you watch all these like high powered, like high end tractors, and they're spinning out. Dude, this fucker just chugs. Mm-hmm. And you know they're super slow because they they just produce yeah. torque. This fucker just chugs right through the finish line. Oh yeah. Just dragging that sled like it's nothing. It's <laughs> like, unbelievable. Stop. stop. Yeah. <laughs> yep,
1: all and traction. It's could you could you imagine the PSI in that freaking the combustion in those chambers? Like I'd be scared to stand there on the back throwing the shit in there. I think they run, think run a whole
2: PSI. Apart. Oh, is that Ooh. all? Yeah, they don't run they a lot. Got but big honestly, old pistons a, is what it is. I got a buddy that's got quite a few of them, and they don't run that much pressure no shit but that piston like you say that oh it's just the surface area you don't need a lot of pressure to move that yeah and there
1: comes some skill and knowledge to run all those things oh yeah yeah. see i would just keep feeding it like this is sweet yeah because if you don't don't know what you're
0: doing you create a bomb yeah you die
1: (laughs) now do you have to add water to that yeah oh yeah they got water if you run out of water
2: you run out of water that's when they blow up or too much pressure
1: you wouldn't be a good tractor driver. You can't even hit the red button.
0: You know, I don't <laughs> think those things have red buttons, so I think we'll be all right.
2: <laughs> Brian, did you add the water? They thing? just
0: got a bunch of knobs you turn. so yep. I think Rick could do really Wait, well. Water? Eh? I can't hear you. What did you say? <laughs> I could turn a knob. Anywhere there's a knob, Rick's right all over it. <laughs> the fastest knob terminator you ever seen. Ricky Cribs. Yeah.
3: <laughs> now, being a farmer, you know, you grew into it. You eat, sleep, shit it. If you weren't a farmer, if you didn't grow up, that what would your
2: ideal your job. ideal
3: job your dream job be outside of farming?
2: Dream job? I just like running equipment. So, all right, you know, doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like I said, yeah. I got the road graders. And we got dozers and stuff, so I get enough of that that I I like yeah. it. All right. Now I don't. I got a buddy that works for waste management. And he pushes. He doesn't push trash. He usually does dirt. He kind of runs the place, but he says the trash guys all they do is push up the hill. All yep. day long I would kill yeah, me that'd be mindless I couldn't do it yep. And he says it takes A special person to do that Yep <laughs> Well
1: there's special people Out there for
3: those yep. I always thought it was hilarious You know I'd be taking You know paint And shit like that From one of our job sites And had to go to the fill And they're like Alright you know they pay You pay extra dollars Cause it's yep. not just trash Yep And all of a sudden They're like Pull up here You think it's gonna be A special spot <laughs> you No, know, like you put it Same hole They're like Put it right there And then you know <laughs> Other people are dumping Normal shit over there and next thing you know, here comes the dozer and just like, wait, why did I just why did I pay,
0: pay for that? Exactly. To and it it come to find hole. out,
3: you know, I asked the question. Like, well, because we have to pay for you know the, the cleanup later on down the years. You know, it, yeah. I'm like that yeah, doesn't it's make probably sense. Probably yeah. Pretty much, they just, just put, pay they just they push her all
2: in the same hole. Yeah. He said most of that stuff goes in the same hole until it's really nasty, and then yep. they got special areas where they keep gotcha. it in that landfill. I never went That's to special what she said. <laughs> special
0: said. I've been waiting hole. all night for that.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: why did I pay extra to put it in a, in the same yeah. hole? Like, now I was hoping going to say the same question like in Taiwan. Your so. dream job
3: <laughs> or your would be like an astronaut or something like that. No, but just I'm not that snark. heavy equipment or something. That's awesome. Hey.
2: Or oh, I'll like to fly a plane someday too. Okay, but.
3: See that's where I'm like a pilot. Uh, Maybe. No, you could I'm get not a pilot. It. I just want to fly a plane. Oh, all right, all right. You just want to get in there. <laughs> Everybody's
2: the like, Oh, you gotta get a license and when you buy a plane you gotta get inspected. I'm like, No, I'd, i can work on it myself. See, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's the farmer
1: <laughs> I think that's the farmer attitude though. Like he'd legitimately go buy a plane I would. And be like Yeah, once those scraps are off, I'm gonna take off. Yep, Fuck exactly. Yeah. I'd do it too. I don't I'd fix a shit. her. I can
0: so, figure it out. I will tell you, if you really do want to fly a plane, doing a discovery flight is really inexpensive i want to say it's like 200 bucks or so you pay him 200 bucks he has a you know it, it always depends but most of the time because it's the discovery flight and they really want you to get into flying most of the time the instructor will let you take the controls up in the air mm-hmm. and it's i mean i want to say it might even have been 150 bucks it's really not that bad but right across the street here you can go over to uh I can't remember the name of it, but there is a flight training school right yeah. across the street. here. I've seen a sign. Yeah, uh, look them up online. I guarantee you, they do a discovery flight. Do go get in the seat. It's there is nothing like flying in one of those small planes. Oh yeah, it well is, we
2: we went up last year. My boys wanted to go up in a plane for his fifth birthday. All yeah. right. I know a guys got planes. There so you go. They took us up. I wasn't in the front, so I didn't get to drive it, but he was sitting there like it's pretty cool.
0: Oh, it's awesome! It's incredible.
2: Yeah, I Another. think I, I need to do that.
1: You'd be a good pilot.
2: I really I'd be a good, good we, pilot. Get a couple pilot. bush lattes. I'd, I'd, be and the 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 first I'd be the first of yeah. the scene of the crash. Anyway, that's absolutely right. <laughs> what's that over there? Those, those soybeans ain't coming For up there. Yeah. Well. No <laughs> deer hunting from it. That'd be fun. Right. So,
0: so what's your favorite part of farming? What, what really, what is when when you're on the farm? There's just those certain moments that we have in whatever we're doing that we go, man, I fucking love what I'm doing. What yeah, I, is it for you? I think
2: it's just satisfaction of getting a job done. Like sorry, you go out there and you're planting, get everything planted, cool. Next you got spray and get that done. Then you move into what something else. It's just the and it's the variety too. I don't like doing the same thing over and over again. It drives me nuts.
3: It's kinda like Rick.
2: I couldn't I couldn't work in a factory. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't do it. Oh. So you're always doing something Fuck different. That. Chainsaw you know, you always got a chainsaw or something or whatever. You always got something different to do. Yeah. That's a big part of it when we worked at the county i liked it down there because you always got a good variety but that's now nah, that's totally different life there <laughs> yeah. that was a long time ago
0: yeah yeah it <laughs> so, shit sucked
2: yeah it wasn't that bad but yeah <laughs> i'll tell you what i mean
0: no I, not really but yeah <laughs> when i'm
2: when i'm sitting in my house this time of year at seven o'clock in the morning my underwear, drink coffee still i'm thinking huh i'm not at work
1: <laughs> that's, there it is <laughs> those boys out scraping roads, roads, They're out like, scraping
2: yeah. roads and i'm like yeah i'm all right i'm yeah. doing good
0: so is that how you guys met? Yes. The, the two Ricks? Yep, the yep. county. Yep. Through the, the county yep. road commission. I was there for Rick 13 was years. digging ditches. No shit. Yep. Yeah.
2: I worked, well, I started out in a shop down there at night, which I, if I hadn't had kids, I would have stayed on a night shift. I love that. That was awesome. Work 3.30 to midnight. Pff, awesome. Farm that's really not
0: that bad of a shift.
2: No, and I was, I no, was the that's senior why I'm going to anyways. Here, So I was like the boss. No shit. I wasn't like the boss, but I was like the senior guy at nights. So. Yeah. So you were the boss. So I got the better jobs you're anyway. You're the motherfucking boss. Nah, I wasn't the boss. Nobody, well, nobody, nobody listened to me <laughs> anyway. Like a boss.
1: He's like a boss. Like a boss. <laughs> nobody, nobody listened to bone me. Get anyway. Ricky.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so how was long good did you deal. work there? Thirteen years. Oh wow. Yeah, a little while.
1: Now, uh, what, what took you there instead of just staying at the whole farm?
2: I don't know. I just Had a good opportunity to get in, and it was really it was a good, exp- a great experience. I learned a lot of stuff down there, met a lot of good people, and. So it was a good experience. It's a good
1: environment. The camaraderie's pretty good.
2: Pretty good for the most part. The politics suck. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Get
0: your hand slapped for working.
2: Sometimes. Yeah, I I had that a few times. That's
0: the big problem with municipal jobs most of the time. It's just that, it's not it's, my job mentality, and it's not your job either, so put that fucking shovel down. Right.
1: But you put that word union in it, and it just makes it that much worse. Yeah. U- union it has is. its purpose. It, it does. does. It does. It does.
2: It does. Got its but drawbacks, too. When my, well, back then I was only 150 pounds, I'm a lot more than that now. When I'm working circles around guys who <laughs> are 75 pounds heavier than me, lifting heavy shit, yeah, and they're making the same money, so what the fuck? Yeah. And he bitch at him? well, blah, 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 whatever. Okay. now Bye. What took you
1: back to farming after a thirteen-year career? That was going to be uh, my next question. Well,
2: what What made that, you? That's go a long bad. enough
0: career. I, uh, why didn't you stick with it? I, I always you could want have to retired stay. in what? No, eighteen more years.
2: No, you got to be what was it, sixty and thirty in. I think so. Oh. I would have been at sixty. I would have been thirty-six years in or yeah. something. I can't remember what the hell it was now, but I would have been old with a lot of years in.
1: What are you now? 37, 38?
2: thirty-eight. I'll be thirty-seven in next month.
1: Okay. So, so that, what took you back to the farm? What happened? Well, here? I always
2: wanted to go. And when we got divorced, I kind of, honestly, I kind of lost my shit for a little while. And I thought, yeah, this is a good thing to do. I'll make the same money. No big deal now. So I decided to quit.
0: Are you making the same money? <laughs> no,
2: not not per se. <laughs> Not as far as the government is concerned, anyway. <laughs> but yeah. So, Here anyways, goes us, telling like, all, the, all the secrets. Some days it was a great decision. Other days it's like, yeah, I'm not fucking doing anything today. I should have been there, you know. But yeah. Overall,
1: would you, would you do it again?
2: What work at the county,
1: and then go to the farm?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I said, it was a good experience overall.
1: You can't you can't change the life that you grew up knowing, can you?
2: No. No. So overall it was a good experience and i got a lot of good experience there so
1: now how far now obviously if you're 37 your folks and helps get older so how far away are you from like taking over a farm
2: i honestly don't know they don't want to quit which is what old guys do well that's all you need to help yeah. You can't get Does that hold you back
3: from doing stuff that you want to do on the farm? That maybe
1: there's
2: we have little tiffs once in a while. Yeah. On, I mean,
1: is your
3: is your uh,
0: helpers
1: going to be listening?
0: I don't know. to the podcast. I was going to say we're starting to get into because I mean we could we can really start yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like, So how much do you want Dad to get the fuck out of the way? Team Ricky! (laughs) Not not
1: that bad. (laughs) He still needs a damn truck driver. (laughs) That's that's right.
2: (laughs) And I need somebody to do all the books. That's the hard part. I hate that shit. I can't stand that.
1: But how far far away until, like how many more years until you're going to have to start taking the reins on the farm?
2: I would say with five to ten years, I'll have to really, really do the crap that I hate. Like I said, the book work. And all that nonsense. I well, hate that shit. Well, that's when you
3: got to find uh, that special somebody that loves doing that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Who loves doing that? so there's people there are people there are people his sister
0: (laughs) she won't take anyone else on i tried i tried to get you in todd and she won't (laughs) do it (laughs) gosh so one of the questions i did have for you that i forgot to ask earlier are you guys actively looking to acquire more land or is it something where you guys are kind of good with where you're at
2: we're good with where we're at if something good popped up yeah we'll jump on it but we're not i'm not going door to door like some of these guys are trying to find more ground i don't we're good yeah. size-wise right now. Now, buying land, yeah, if we had an opportunity, can afford it, we're going to buy more land. Yeah. Because you want to buy it. Rent and ground, it's all right, but...
1: You want something you could invest in. You want in. something
2: you can tile, clean up, and put fertilizer on it. And I have to think about if somebody's going to come along and say, oh, we're going to double the rent and, you know, take it from you, so...
0: Well, and ultimately, at the yeah, end of the day... you all that work and then... Exactly. Yeah. Well, well on top of that land appreciates so mm-hmm. you're making an investment that even if it's not you or typically. your your kids generation you know maybe two or three generations out you, you've taken a piece of land that you paid you know 500,000 for and now it's one or two million
2: right right typically so, land appreciates over time it always does yeah i mean there'll be dips and dives sure absolutely yeah but, now how
0: many acres could you guys
1: actually sustain and manage with like eight guys eight, Cap- like capability. full-time
2: guys yeah, if you had shit.
1: some guys like, how many acres could you actually? He's taking plant and
3: on all harvest? Michigan now.
2: Yeah, like if you had eight <laughs> full time guys, ten thousand, twelve thousand would be no big oh, wow. deal. I don't think. No shit! You'd obviously have to have the equipment to back it up, but wow, I think with eight or ten guys you could do that much, pretty easy. That's actually, a I, there's a farmer over west of here. He does like ten thousand, and they do it like four of them wow they're, they got a got some big shit they got big shit and they're very very organized yeah i was gonna say I'm you not. have to be I'm organized <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: wow so uh who are your primary customers when you guys go to sell your crop
2: typically sell to ADM over there to weberville um we go some other places but most of it goes there
0: and so is that so let's talk corn specifically is that going to ethanol corn syrup Yes, yes, and yes? Where, where is yes, your... yes, and yes. It got goes you. all
2: over. They, they've they been shipping a lot to Adrian, I think, down to the ethanol plant. Okay. So they, they're taking a lot down there.
1: Now, do you guys get paid differently if it's going to different places? Or is it all just like a set price? No, it's they whatever
2: buy they, it whatever they than pay than... or we contract with them in advance.
1: So, so you guys got to sign contracts for a certain amount of yield?
2: Yep, certain amount of bushels. We owe them. And if we don't make it, then you obviously owe them. Oh, wow. So owe the difference. So they
1: pay like in advance or...? No. No, they pay You after just get factor. penalized if you don't produce.
2: Right. If you don't bring it in. Now that's why like How do you get in that business. <laughs> like we uh, yeah, That's what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> like we always figure for 100 like 140 50 bushel average yield across all the acres for corn. And that way you're pretty safe. You're not sticking your neck way out. You're going to have enough to cover your contracts. That's the big thing. Now a couple years ago we didn't have enough wheat and then we had just enough in the one wagon. and made it just right, but it was it was tight. We we contracted too much. Got it worked out. out. It worked out fine.
1: But. Cutting a neighbor's corn. <laughs> <laughs> Sneak over in the middle of the night. Hey, just a couple,
0: bushels, won't couple bushels. baby. I'm sure that's
2: happened before. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> so
0: clipping the edges, boys. So corn is the one that everyone knows what happens with it. What happens with soybeans?
2: So soybeans, they make. Well, they crush it, make oil out of it. Shit, they're making plastic out of it. Soybeans—they can do all kinds of stuff. Do with The
1: soybeans pay that good because when you take a bean and you freaking open it up,
2: it's a little itty bitty yeah. fucking. I know it's—they pay well for what they are, like do for they the most weigh part. A lot? Like how's no, it getting, not really. How mm. do you get
1: paid off of soybeans by weight or yield?
2: Yeah, it's always about weight. God, we man. say bushel. Bushels of so he cuts it when it's value. really wet. I'd be adding water. Oh no, to that they don't want too wet. They'll dock you for it and yeah, exactly not take that. it.
1: now, how much? How much? Like when you're driving the combine and you're dropping in the truck, the grain, Ben. How heavy is that trailer when you're putting in all the soybeans? Uh,
2: 60,000, 58, 60.
1: Now how many bushels is in that thing? 1,000 bushel-ish. We covered that, Rick. God damn it. Hey, Bob. I'm just making sure the soybeans is matching up with the corn. <laughs> have you ever seen the fucking beans? Oh, I know. There's a, the a lot of them. The corn. they checked out for all We'll them
2: all up, though. There's a whole lot. I mean.
1: Yeah, but it sure seems like a lot, a lot, uh, nothing,
2: a lot, a lot of nothing. Like
1: it looks huge out there in the field, but then when you go in, like if you go walk the farmer's field, it's not very impressive.
2: No, it's not. What your
3: wife said?
0: Damn. That's what she said. <laughs> Damn, Totten. <laughs> I'm fucking Totting. <laughs> yeah, he's way out in the he field. Got the jabs, he baby. looks so
3: large, and then it's not that impressive. <laughs>
1: All right, well, on that note. <laughs> well, on that note, I mean,
0: I, you guys got any other questions? Because we're sitting literally at an hour and one minute. I think really? we timed this one well. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. So, Rick, thanks Thank for you. being on, man. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. It was fun. Like, I, I appreciate you kind of uh, just reinforcing the knowledge that I gained from Millennial Farmer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Now, so, I,
3: I want to I wanna come out in the spring. I want to do, Did you do, like... I guess, like, a police officer does, like, a sit-on or something like that. We
2: could got you... body seats, yes. Yeah. yeah. That'd be it's, awesome. I it's would called love a tractor
0: you... ride. Call it what it is, Totten. You want a tractor ride, <laughs> I could
2: go to freaking <laughs> Spice's <laughs> Orchard
3: for a tractor ride, you
2: know?
3: <laughs> but, yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, we got
2: body seats to... and play on tractor, <laughs> That'd so. be sweet. And oh, what the hell's that noise? The oh, yeah, yeah, no. We, <laughs> we got the outro music because I keep forgetting everything's pretty much silent in here. I was like, oh, is that a siren or something? <laughs>
0: well... Well, yes, we will get taught. You're just in, hearing shit. Yeah, that's right. I hear a lot of we'll shit. We'll get ta- We'll get taught in his tractor ride. I want harvest a ride okay. well, I yeah, I harvester ride. Okay. I want to do combine. We're done yeah. for
2: the year on that. So.
0: Yeah, we'll get you next year. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks again for being on, Rick. Thanks, Rick. All thanks, right, everybody. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening. As always, uh, head over to dieselandironproductions.com, Go over to the podcast tab. That's where you can check out this episode along with all the others and comment. And if you will do us a favor. Go over to iTunes, hit a review, give us a rating. It's really going to help us out. We'll catch you guys on the next episode of what the fuck show is this? Sweat and grass. Sweat and oh. Baby. See ya. <laughs>